from the dark web to your radio dial. You are listening to CyberTalk Radio on News 1200 WOAI. Welcome to CyberTalk Radio. I'm your host, Brett Pyatt, a 20-year internet security veteran. This week, we're talking the uh, latest and greatest from Cybersecurity San Antonio. If you've never heard of Cybersecurity San Antonio before, stay tuned here for just a couple of minutes. And uh, Amanda, who is the uh, director of Cybersecurity San Antonio, uh, will tell you a whole bunch more about it. Uh, Thank you, Amanda, for joining us in the program today. Thanks for having me. Okay, so real quick for those that are just in the car right now, not going to make it more than five minutes with us because, look, folks, while you all might complain we have traffic in San Antonio, it's not really that bad. Drive up the road to... uh, our neighbor to the north or go check out some of the other cities like Manhattan now where the average speed on the roads in Manhattan is down to six miles an hour. Wow. Oh yeah. Ouch. Um, yeah. So, uh, go ahead and uh, tell our listeners out there, uh, what is cybersecurity San Antonio? How to get started up? Yeah, sure. So cybersecurity San Antonio is housed in the San Antonio chamber of commerce. And so it started as a public private partnership between the city of San Antonio, Bear County and the chamber. And so that was about four years ago. And so that started under Will Garrett, who I'm sure you know, familiar face. Some people He's know. been on the program before. <laughs> and so Will started the program, and then I joined in December of 2017. Uh, and Will and I were the dynamic duo. And then recently, Will has gone off to the port to continue his work. And so I've stepped up into the role of director and acting VP for cyber at the chamber. And so what's the, the mission overall for Cybersecurity San Antonio? Why, why would a Chamber of Commerce have a whole area focused right. on cybersecurity? Yep. So I think, you know, the biggest takeaway, right, is that San Antonio is home to the second largest concentration of cybersecurity professionals in the United States, period. Yeah. That is a huge, huge offering. Um, it's very unique for us. Um, and that's outside of the DMV, right, the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area national capital region, nation's capital, whatever you want to call it, to be number two is huge uh, for us, especially a city like San Antonio with our demographics. And so how do you capitalize on that? How do you diversify that as something that started very much tied to the military community here, to the Air Force? Um, Now we have a commercial side um, building up as well. So how do you support that? How do you unite that? And so that's where this program came from. And that's why it was a public-private partnership between uh, the city, county, and industry. And so today we have five core focus areas, right? So what's our mission? Our mission is to convene, connect, and brand the cyber community of San Antonio. Uh, It's a big job. Yes. (laughs) Can't be everywhere. So I rely a lot on folks like you and others. Uh, Grant, right, who's also here uh, to inform us of what's going on. And then we share that information out. And so the way that we share that out is through our five core focus areas. So we have global engagement, military and government affairs, innovation and economic development, talent and workforce development, and sustainability. And each of those groups has four co-chairs. So all those folks are not me, (laughs) which is helpful to have. And they're volunteers, they're engaged, they're active. And so those are our eyes and ears in the community. And so it's really exciting to be part of that and bring everybody together. Yeah, and, and I mean, you, you went through and covered a, a whole bunch there. Um, and if you wanted to learn more about Cybersecurity San Antonio, where can folks go online? Yep. So the easiest place to go would be cybersecuritysa.com backslash news, and you'll find our archived newsletters there. Um, or you can visit the sachamber.org website. 
for those that are not going to be able to stay with us on the radio or uh, continue listening live uh, via the iHeartRadio app on your phone uh, or on your computer, uh, you can catch the rebroadcast of this. It'll go up on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com on Tuesday, May the 7th. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at CyberTalkRadio, uh, where you'll catch a, a link to a recap, and uh, it'll cover um, all of the things that we uh, do discuss during the program uh, on that website and uh, on your favorite podcasting services out there. All of our past programs uh, are also there. So if you did want to hear more about what Will Garrett's up to out at Port San Antonio now, uh, he's been on the program since making that transition. And uh, many of the different areas uh, that Amanda and I are going to discuss today um, as we go across those five focus areas and all the rest of the things that are going on in cybersecurity uh, in the city of San Antonio, uh, we've had specific guests on where we, uh, you could get a deep dive in any of the different areas that you're interested in. Uh, one that I'll give another shout out to here. I think we'll talk about this at some point a little bit today, but as uh, uh, our Cyber Patriot teams just got back from national finals, uh, we had uh, one of the teams from Roosevelt uh, finish third uh, in their division, which is a pretty amazing feat uh, from thousands of teams all across the country. And we've got a high school here in San Antonio competing um, at that amazing level and um, bringing home trophies there from the the national championships. So if you don't know what Cyber Patriot is, um, check out our, our past uh, broadcasts and uh, out there on the podcasting series. We've had coaches on. We've had on um, the head of Cyber Patriot nationally and, and many guests. It's a But it's a team sports for your kids to be playing in middle school and high school. And if your schools are not letting those kids uh, play Cyber Patriot and they do have a football team, you need to start talking to your school administration to get a Cyber Patriot team into your school. We have we have thousands of Cyber Patriot teams nationwide. San Antonio has more than any other metro, but there's still more football teams here, and football teams have 50 players, maybe 100 players. Cyber Patriot teams have five. Uh, so many more of our kids are out there playing football today and uh, other team sports um, that are uh, not going to get them jobs like – a cybersecurity team sport will. So, um, Amanda, thank you for letting me go on a little bit of a monologue there for a moment here about the uh, program. But as I'm looking at the different areas, one of the things uh, on our notes was building up that workforce. And uh, there's right. like no better way than to start from ground up there with Cyber Patriot. No, absolutely. Um, as soon as I moved back from DC, I was a Cyber Patriot mentor at my high school, at Brackenridge High School. And I think it's important. Um, and we start even earlier now. Cyber Patriot's also in the middle school level. Uh, so we did have a middle school level team from San Antonio also progress, I think, to state. Uh, if I believe they didn't make it to nationals, but that was even cool. That's a huge win for us, too. Yeah, no, it's it's exciting stuff. And uh, I mean, just, yeah, great to see the growth of that as a, a sport um, because yeah, not all kids are going to be out there on a, a physical athletic field. And this no. is a. Uh, it's strenuous. It's six hour long competitions. It like is. In your... And you have kids from across the spectrum who participate, right? Yeah. And so I think what's exciting about Cyber Patriot and maybe like my mission, you know, going into things for this year is how do we bring that same level of excitement, enthusiasm, you know, energy around the Cyber Patriot students? So I think, you know, I will have more to share in the summer. But for now, I'll just say stay tuned for right before the season kicks off in the fall. We're going to be doing some huge things to highlight these students. Uh, for, for folks that want to get involved in Cybersecurity San Antonio, so step one, join the San Antonio Chamber of Commerce, and then step two, show up at a meeting? That's right. Okay. That's right. 
And how how often do you convene and get folks together for the overall meetings? Yep. So we convene folks. And again, I'll just reiterate. So Cybersecurity San Antonio, if you take nothing else away from today's conversation, our goal is to convene, connect, and brand the cyber community, right? So convene, connect, and brand. You'll hear that a lot. So in terms of getting involved, we do have monthly in-person meetups. Uh, they used to be 60-minute meetings. Now they've increased to 90-minute meetings. A lot of stuff going on. Yes. By popular demand, that was not my request. Uh, that was from the people, the membership, uh, the folks that attend. Um, and so that's really exciting. That's allowed us to uh, provide federal briefings from our federal partners here in town. Uh, one thing that's unique about San Antonio is the nexus of federal partners that we have here outside, again, of the DMV area. You have everybody. You have FBI, you have NSA, you have Secret Service, you have DHS, uh, just a lot of folks here uh, working hard to protect our country um, and integrate technology and innovation into our jobs. So that's really cool. Um, and so we have our monthly in-person meetings and then our five core focus areas have monthly recurring calls now too. And so that's really exciting to see because in the past, really all we had were events um, and our in-person meeting. And now we have monthly calls. And so folks that are on the road a lot, they're able to engage with us um, through the calls. And those are more deep dives into the core focus areas. So really when it comes to global engagement and cyber, what's going on, what should, be, what should we be tracking, what's frustrating, you know, what do we need to move the ball on a little faster, um, where are the opportunities? Uh, same thing for each of those areas. And that's exciting to see folks share because San Antonio has this sense of community uh, and just a culture of security already and how we take care of each other and how we have each other's back and we're willing to share information. And so particularly when it comes to cyber and IT and tech and innovation, people are willing to share. So it's nice to be able to have that space and capture that um, and then go forward with that and have that, that industry engagement, that stakeholder engagement that's tough. I mean, it's tough to find that. So San Antonio is uh, lucky to have a venue for that. So that's kind of our convening space. Yeah. And so as, as you're, you're going through and, and doing that, so at a overall committee level, there's a, as I'm looking at our, our show notes here, a few things you're, you're working on this year mm -hmm. is kind of getting that message out that you've been saying of convene, connect, and brand. But I think there's some sub-themes to that overall around workforce and then um, highlighting, uh, here's one of it says, is highlighting uh, women and minorities in cyber. And um, we've had a few um, female-led cyber companies here uh, on the program, uh, Angel Crockett from Inflow, um, and I know a number of others. I have not had Tiffany Tremont as another example of this. She's not been on the program, but we have a whole number of uh, female-led cyber companies here in town, and there's also just tons and tons of, of minority-led cyber organizations and people working at, at my company and many other companies. Um, it, this feels like, I mean, for the city of San Antonio, a huge strength for us mm -hmm. um, in the diversity of background at both uh, ethnicity-wise and gender-wise compared to what uh, I think we see out there in other job markets um, and other metros. Right. Yep. And I think that goes to just San Antonio's demographics, our location, our history, the military, our international partnerships. I mean, we really are at this nexus of interesting relationships in history, right? So if you look at our sister cities, we've got everybody from Germany to Nairobi to Japan to Mexico. Um, if you look at our military and who they partner with, you know, you have like the Czech Republic, you've got partnerships with um, other countries like Spain, our history with Spain. And so there's all these different layers that are really interesting. They've brought really interesting people to San Antonio. 
I think it's just telling that story and getting that word out there about who we are and what we have. You know, we are a city of UNESCO City of Gastronomy now. We have UNESCO World Heritage Sites. There really is something for everybody here beyond just cyber and tech and innovation. Um, and particularly when it comes to women and minorities, obviously I'm biased, right? I'm Latina. I'm a woman uh, in cybersecurity, and I'm not necessarily on a keyboard, right? So it's showing uh, folks, you know, there's more than to cybersecurity than you know, being in a cave all day and, you know, hacking against the world, yeah. right? You need lawyers, you need marketers, you need, you know, auditors, you know, you need HR. Um, so you can be in this field and not necessarily need to know how to code, yeah. right? I think that's something that we're trying to dispel. Um, and there are lots of on-ramps, you know, to this. And then even going forward, you know, you can be an MBA student and still have a minor in cyber, right? You need that going forward. There's really not a business I can think of for students or for folks that are looking to pivot where you can get away with not knowing about cybersecurity information technology now yeah. and security. Like you have to know about that and privacy. Um, and so, yeah, I think San Antonio has a really powerful story here um, because of our demographics. And I think that's what's helping us build up the workforce. That's what's helping us attract companies here. That's what's helping us attract talent here. And that's why people stay. Uh, and one powerful example of that was when we were in D.C. in February. Uh, so we make it a point, right? And I'm biased. I used to work at the Office of Management and Budget. So I like to stop by the White House when we're in D.C. with our cyber group. And this year we met with the federal CIO, uh, Suzette Kent, who used to be at Ernst & Young in Dallas. So she's got some Texas connections, too. And so what was interesting to us is that in 2018, I felt like I was pitching, right? In 2017, when I moved out here, I felt like I was pitching. You know, this is who San Antonio is. This is who we are. This is where we've been. This is what our workforce looks like. This is what we have. This year was the first year I felt like I didn't have to pitch, right? Folks were in receive mode. They wanted to know about our workforce. She wanted to know about externships. Like, how can we be creative with talent? You know, what is San Antonio doing to retain its talent? Uh, how, why do folks stay in San Antonio, especially in cyber and IT? What makes people happy there, right? Because DC is trying to figure out how do you keep that talent from leaving to New York, to the Bay, to Texas, potentially um, overseas. Uh, and so that was really exciting to hear because we give ourselves a hard time in San Antonio. We have brain drain problems and we're not listed in the top X number of cities for innovation and technology. And to me, I just don't see that, right? Yeah. I see a lot of growth. I see a lot of excitement. I see a lot of international companies looking at us uh, to be their first footprint um, in the States, right? Not even just Texas, not San Antonio, but in the United States, they're looking here. Um, and one of the exciting stories from that is from CSO Online recently named San Antonio one of the top 10 global cyber hubs in the, in the world. Yeah. How and, cool is that? Right? Yeah, I think it's because you live in the, the cybersecurity bubble here in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. And in that area, we are doing excellent as a city. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's it's one where you're seeing continued investment from the city, from the Economic Development Foundation here, uh, from the county and, and from uh, the private sector and the chambers. It's a, an area of focus because as, as we look at our economy over the next 20 years, mm -hmm. uh, we can... Uh, become a major, or maybe as CSO already has us rated, maintain our status as a major cybersecurity uh, market uh, for the long run. And uh, if we go across other areas, we've 
got a great travel and tourism industry here that's going to continue to be strong, mm-hmm. especially with the the couple of UNESCO des- designations over the last few years and all the other things we have going on in that. Um, the healthcare um, and medical device, mm-hmm. and that's going to stay strong here for uh, a number of reasons, both public and private, and research. Right. Lots of things going on in San Antonio and healthcare, uh, but on the the information technology and and cyber side of things, we're never going to be the number one information technology market overall. The Bay Area in the U.S. is going to be the number one in just tech, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think anyone's going to get close to that in any. And that's okay. Yeah. Despite all of the challenges the Bay Area has right now, um, it's still going to be number one in technology for a very long time um, if they ever lose that crown. And if they do lose that crown, it'll probably be to somewhere in China um, (laughs) where you finally have more technology startups worth more money um, and more technology jobs paying high wages. Uh, Mm -hmm. That'll be it'll be China. It probably will not be another city in the U.S. But from a a cybersecurity perspective, Mm -hmm. as you said, there's D.C. and then there's San Antonio. Right. And from a a private sector company side, you see Boston and and maybe the Bay Area and Seattle a little bit. But I think uh, from as this area matures, cybersecurity is still a brand brand new in in the big scheme of technology things. It's um, We've been doing it for quite a while, but most of it is not productized and commercialized yet. Um, and as as that starts to happen, I think we'll continue to see growth of private sector focused companies here in San Antonio and um, and coming out of a lot of the the activity that's going on in um, the Department of Defense and the other related research uh, agencies here in the area. Right. No, I think so. And I know we have a lot of work to do here in San Antonio. I mean, I'll give you another story. So there is an executive here that I met with recently, moved from a Midwest state. This is in, what, 2017, recently, and took the job, but initially saw San Antonio as a cowboy town in 2017. We are not a cowboy town. We do have folks who ride horses, but that is not who we are um, necessarily. There is the Buckhorn Saloon downtown. There's a Buckhorn Saloon, but it's in the tech district now, so we'll see how we can integrate tech there. But I was listening to that person speak was fascinating to me because even in this day, even coming from the Midwest, I love the Midwest, but I'm like, really? You're looking at us like we're a cowboy town? Uh, We have a lot of work to do, so I don't want to downplay that, but I also think we should do a better job of just bragging about our accomplishments and who is noticing and who's taking notice um, in that space. And so I think there are a lot of opportunities, um, whether you're a startup, a student, somebody who's, you know, 40s, 50s looking to pivot. There's just so much around automation, around vocations, with or without college degrees. Um, I think if anything, our biggest issues have to do with, you know, issues that impact everybody. So the digital divide, infrastructure, transportation, housing, a lot of the issues that affect a lot of cities across the U.S., Um, If we can be nimble enough uh, and use our sense of community and taking care of each other um, and this sense of equity that's, you know, within our budget in the city, I think we can extend that out to these other issues. It's going to help us uh, attract uh, companies and jobs and and talent and all those things that we're trying to do and compete with other cities for. Yeah, and I'll I'll give a a shout out up to our uh, state government up in Austin for the uh, PTEC 
uh, high school program here a, a few years ago. They put through uh, a program to allow high schools to um, continue on uh, through an associate's degree, um, it kind of partnering with community college uh, in the area. And uh, we have uh, a P-Tech high school here in San Antonio now. Yep. It's Sam Houston. It's a cyber P-Tech, so it's a, a focused uh, cybersecurity program. And potentially in four years, the kids will go all the way through and have an associate's degree at the end of the four years. And this helps uh, from that affordability and uh, digital divide piece. But even if they don't finish their associate degree in four years, they can actually stay in, quote, high school for up to two more years for six years 100% paid for by the state the same way high school is paid for. So um, unlocking those uh, roles and careers in cyber and, and with um, uh, many of these uh, jobs being at that associate's degree level right now out there as you're coming into an analyst role, uh, those uh, create real career paths for people, mm -hmm. um, even if they aren't going to transfer from there to uh, one of our four-year schools here that partner with Alamo College's district to allow you to do a two-and-two two program. Right. Um, there's options there for folks as well, but uh, to get all the way through to a full cyber bachelor's uh, in cybersecurity. Uh, and, and with that, um, really, that's one example of, of one of the areas where we're bridging this, but I think there's some conversation at the Alamo Colleges to improve affordability there and accessibility there even more. Yep. Um, and that's and, one P-TECH in San Antonio. If you yeah. look at New York City, they have a dozen at least, right? Yeah. So it's, it's a good step in the right direction and trying to just get students interested and engaged. And the other side of that is finding the teachers that can teach those classes, right? And it's hard with industry if you're making X number of dollars and then you want to take a break or you want to go help students for a bit. That's what it's seen as, right, is it's it's helping out. It's not necessarily a career. Uh, so we've got to work on that as well. And I think to your point about the state level, that goes hand in hand with you know school finance reform and pay for teachers and how does that look and the master teacher designation in SEISD and things like that. So folks are trying to get creative at all levels to kind of fill that gap. And I think, you know, just tying that to national security in a way, I think, is important, right? And this day, it's not just, you know, being on the front lines of a war with guns. You know, it's it's brains, right? It's brains versus brains. And so and the most creative, innovative, nimble brains are going to win. And so we need to encourage our students and teachers and administrators to build environments and situations where students can create and can fail um, and be okay. And so I think we're moving towards that direction and that's exciting to see because you want to see students grow and thrive in that in that space. A few minutes here before we head into our bottom of the hour break for news, traffic, and weather. So we, we've talked a little bit about kind of where San Antonio is at, what's going on. Uh, what are some of the uh, initiatives uh, that uh, folks will be interested to hear about, um, like things that, that the Cybersecurity San Antonio group's done over the, the past year? Mm -hmm. We've done a lot. So I think uh, from, I guess, behind the scenes things, like we have a weekly newsletter that goes out on Fridays. It's a pretty comprehensive list of you know local news and local events, uh, national events around cyber, just to get awareness and increase our brand. Uh, across the, the nation, across the city, and just unite people uh, to larger things like Tech Trek that was happened on April 23rd, uh, where a thousand plus people come and it's an open house, right? Uh, I liken it to trick-or-treating because essentially yeah. it's free, you get free stuff, free food, free drinks, and then it's an open house because you get to check out spaces like Jungle Disc and other places where you know the public normally doesn't go. 
And if you were walking along East Houston Street, you'd have no idea that all these places existed. Uh, and having it open to all ages is really important. Having it family friendly is really important. You have folks from the military, federal side, industries, uh, folks that just could be in tech and have no idea what's going on. Um, it's really fun to have that. Uh, so that was a huge lift for us. Yeah. Um, so at, at Tech Trek this year, we even had the the military participating down at Playland Pizza. Yes. So that was really exciting to have that. So we created a Fed Mill Corner this year. I wanted to name it Redacted. That's but funny. Didn't get uh, on board with my branding in time. But next year, there's an opportunity to do that. But yeah, we had a Fed Mill Corner. So we had the Secret Service there. We had FBI there. We had Navy. We had Air Force civilian recruiters. Uh, we had 25th Air Force, we had 24th Air Force, who are the ISR and cyber um, pieces of the Air Force that are headquartered here. And we even had a commander come out this year, which is pretty exciting. So That's shout wonderful. out to Commander Skinner for coming out and supporting uh, his folks that were out here and trekking. Yeah. Right? And the whole point is exposure to see things that are going on, to get excited and honestly to nerd out. Uh, with each other and that was definitely accomplished i'm super excited for next year we'll uh hold cyber signing day the rest of the story on that one until uh, after our bottom of the other break here for news traffic and weather you're listening to cyber talk radio on 1200 wai Welcome back to CyberTalk Radio. I'm your host, Brett Pyatt, a 20-year internet security veteran. Joined uh, this week by the Director of Cybersecurity San Antonio, and uh, we're uh, talking about all the things going on in cybersecurity all across the city. Uh, if you want to hear the first half of the program, you just turned your radio on right now. Uh, you can listen to the rebroadcast up on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com uh, or out there on your favorite podcasting service uh, all across the internet. If you are going to be hopping out of your car, uh, you can listen, uh, continue listening to the program as well on iHeartRadio. It's uh, available on Android and iOS. You can also go to uh, iHeartRadio uh, on your computer web browser and check out uh, 1200 WAI from there. And our program will continue streaming uh, as you uh, transition back and forth between uh, where you are listening to us. So uh, before the break, Amanda was uh, talking about Cyber Signing Day. That's uh, right. So, yeah, so like we, we just finished the NFL draft. Um, everyone's familiar with what Signing Day is in football. What the heck is Cyber Signing Day? Yeah, so this is a really exciting opportunity for us to continue innovating, uh, not just with things, but just with events and processes and celebrations, achievements. And so um, I was lucky enough to be on the planning committee, national planning committee for the NICE, which is National uh, Initiative for Cybersecurity Education. They had their K-12 Cybersecurity Education Conference here in San Antonio uh, over at the Grand Hyatt. And so we were able to take over a federal conference's luncheon, which is rare and awesome. And yes. they trusted us with that. And so we took it over and we went to the Spurs and we said, hey, Spurs, you know, what do you think about celebrating students who are achieving uh, awesome things in cybersecurity? Uh, can you bring the Coyote? <laughs> can you bring the hype team? How much uh, can we do? Can we bring talent? That's the only thing that I did not secure this year, but we'll see what happens next year in Anaheim, uh, Orange County area. But uh, here in San Antonio, it was the first ever one. So what did we do? What was that like? So typical luncheon full of teachers, curriculum developers. They go to conferences. You eat lunch. You listen to a boring keynote. That was not what we wanted to do. 
we had uh, this gentleman named Brett from Jungle Disc who yes. uh, hosts Cyber Talk Radio. Yeah, I got to to uh, go MC an event. It was fun. Yeah, so we had the voice of Brett uh, on stage. We had uh, with a co- face for radio. Yep, I do yep. better here. <laughs> but it was fantastic. So we had students on stage high fiving the coyote, receiving baseball caps just like you would at signing day. Uh, we wanted to have jerseys, but we had to narrow it down a little bit for time constraints. Um, and we just celebrated students pursuing cybersecurity at the K twelve level at the college level. So we had Texas A&M students. We had students from St. Phillips College. We had students from uh, Highlands High School. And mind you, a lot of these students participated in panels as well. So it wasn't just a luncheon where they got to, you know, stand up, be recognized. They were also speakers, which was exciting because they got to share their perspective and their stories about how they feel supported or don't feel supported at school, issues that they have in joining these clubs, why they do or do not, you know, interact with them, what they would like to see. And so that was really exciting. And for the luncheon, you know, it seemed like a typical luncheon. You know, you had Brett up on stage introducing students. Cool. And then you had the coyote interrupt with a really loud drum, which was awesome. Uh, And then the hype team comes in. They did a performance on the stage. And so just really turned it upside down. And the whole point was to show the entire community behind these students. So from school, the classroom, to internships, to college, to jobs. This is a whole community rallying around these students to make sure that they have access to these jobs and that they know that they're supported and we're celebrating them. Um, And so that was great. And so hopefully this year at the 2019 conference in um, Orange County, I'll be able to work with NICE to put it on again. Yeah, Uh, that's awesome. Tour this around the country. Uh, Exactly. That that Orange County area, they they do a a good amount of uh, Cyber Patriot stuff as well. So one of the... We're San Antonio's number one, but I think that Orange County, LA area comes in number two. Yeah, it's a, yeah, which is yeah. good. But uh, we did Cyber Signing Day first, we so did. we can claim that we're the foundation for it. And I really can't say enough about the companies like Jungle Disc, the schools that participated, the Spurs that participated. That really set the bar for that. Um, and so I think that's just going to go up from there. So it was really exciting. Yeah. And so that's something that we play a role in as well. Uh, it's exciting to see, and I think uh, so. We we mentioned Cyber Patriot a few times. There's a, a collegiate level competition. I think that's actually been around longer than Cyber mm-hmm. Patriot. Um, and so at the collegiate level, uh, there's a, a program called the CCDC, the Collegiate Cyber Defense Competition. And I think it's actually been around longer than Cyber Patriot. And uh, so at the high school level now, kids are able to join the Cyber Patriot team, and we have a, a university here in San Antonio uh, that's offering scholarships to top Cyber Patriot uh, players um, that uh, allow them to, to go get a cybersecurity uh, degree in college and play the participate in CCDC and play on the team there at the, the collegiate level. If you wanted to uh, learn more about that scholarship offer, uh, we had uh, Brent Thessler on from Hallmark University. He talked uh, specifically about that on our program, so check out uh, iTunes or Pocket Casts or Stitchers or uh, whichever uh, cool podcasting service you happen to use to uh, listen to uh, archives of our program and uh, others out there. So I think we're, we're going to see more of this at, at other universities uh, across uh, the country as uh, hopefully Hallmark is, I think they're the first one to offer CCDC kind of, quote, athletic scholarships. Um, and I think we'll see, we see a lot of universities offering academic scholarships to folks going into cybersecurity, but um, I'm, I'm not aware and I'd love to get corrected out there on Facebook or Twitter. Tell us I'm wrong. Tell me somebody else is offering a CCDC 
uh, athletic scholarship at another university. Yeah, so I mean, hopefully as programs like that grow, we can see these, these signing days turn into folks signing for jobs, uh, signing for scholarships to college, signing with just as you, you do uh, across all of the other the sports out there. Uh, we're going to see the same thing in cybersecurity. So uh, other stuff uh, that goes on. So the Chamber of Commerce each year does a, a an essay to D.C. trip, um, and cybersecurity is a big piece of that trip with uh, all the things we have going on here at Joint Base San Antonio um, and and all of the, the cybersecurity activities uh, at the academic research um, institutions here, the uh, great work that goes on out at UTSA, um, and the, the collaboration, other things that are national level interest programs. Um, uh, so did, you went on this year's trip, I think mm -hmm. uh, you, and uh, you went on the one year before as well. So both of your years here in San Antonio, you've been out there in a, really helpful for the team on this trip. Uh, as you said in the first half of the program a little bit, you felt like uh, this year you weren't pitching as much as you were You were in sharing mode. Right. Uh, so for folks that don't know what a chamber trip is like this, mm -hmm. um, explain folks just the background of why the heck do we put 185 people onto an airplane and fly from San Antonio to Washington, D.C.? What's the, the goal of uh, this trip and visit? And then how did this year's go? Right. So it started off, SNEDC is, I believe, 40 plus years old now. And so we've been doing this as a community for 40 plus years. And so the purpose was initially to go up and say thank you uh, to our military, right, to our Pentagon folks uh, for uh, our base locations and our missions and things like that. What it's grown into is, as you said, 185 people this past year, uh, one of our largest uh, to date and so we have several focus areas. So cybersecurity is one, but so is water, transportation, uh, education, as well as military affairs, um, small business, aerospace. So a lot of overlap, as you can imagine. But really, you know, when you dig into the issues, there are specific pieces of legislation that either we want to promote or we want to see introduced or um, people that we want to meet with. And so... Depending on the group, sometimes you spend more time on the Hill, sometimes you spend more time with federal agencies, um, sometimes you spend time with the administration at the White House. And so what's exciting is that there's this opportunity to go up as a huge group and share that message as a united group. So I'll give you an example of this year. So we have um, top leadership from Congress come and talk to the group in the beginning. And so how the schedule goes is um, we arrive, or most folks will arrive Monday afternoon, there's a reception, uh, a lot of electeds will come out to that and other officials. And then Tuesday, Wednesday in the morning, there are panels. And so these are not panels with staffers. These are panels with members of Congress um, and high ranking um, officials appointed and and uh, civilian side federal officials, uh, which is super impressive. Right. Like nobody else can pull that but us. Nobody else can bring nearly 200 people from one community from all these different industries. And so you have members of Congress who come and speak about different issues that are that matter to San Antonio based on what our you know leaders have said. Um, and so this year, one thing that was powerful to me in that morning session was we had Speaker Pelosi come and address the group, and she specifically spoke to the direct flight right from San Antonio to D.C. So the fact that you have somebody of that stature who comes in, you know, maybe she had notes, maybe I couldn't see him. But for her to say to 185 plus people in a packed room with standing room only that I know that this is an issue and we're working on it, that's powerful, right? Yeah, and then I, to have her Republican colleagues come in and speak to the issues that matter to San Antonio from their perspective. So it's both sides, right? It's not just Democrats. It's not just Republicans. 
it's all these folks and they're not even just from texas right so we heard from senator cornyn we heard from senator cruz we hear from our delegation you know whether it's in the mornings or in individual meetings in the afternoon with a variety of different industries so they hear from hospitality then they hear from energy and so having that opportunity is huge but also what we hear from folks that go is the opportunity to network with each other because now you've pulled people out of san antonio away from their offices right what else can you brainstorm and come up with while you're there and you have that energy of getting things done and having access to the people who can do it and that's honestly how cyber signing day came to be was from 2018 city dc in late january that conversation grew into december 2018 cyber signing day so there's really cool things going on there um for cyber uh i've made it a point like i said to go to the white house every year that i've run it and um, this year like i said we met with the federal cio last year we met with the national um, Cybersecurity policy advisor and the national security council um, and got a top level uh, view of what's going on there um, again, just IT modernization, supply chain security, uh, migrating to the cloud. Uh, what does that mean? What does that look like? Um, where are the opportunities for our businesses? Uh, just having those conversations as we're going forward. Yeah, and, and uh, for, for those that are not aware of this uh, SAT to DCA, uh, so it, it literally requires an act of Congress um, to uh, authorize uh, flights over 1500 miles uh, into Reagan National Airport there. Uh, the flight into San Antonio is critically important. Um, if you would like our, our federal government to save money, um, this will save them uh, a ballpark of a million dollars at least a year in kind of travel costs and time for personnel that just they fly back and forth. So this has nothing of the private sector or any anyone else, just the federal government um, it looks at, at this as a, a million dollar plus cost uh, on travel for, for them uh, and for the connectivity that that would provide for the community. I think huge economic benefit um, if that can get done and approved. So uh, hopeful. It's uh, great to hear that uh, Speaker Pelosi came on and uh, talked positively about that. And then, then uh, ideally we get that, that little line tagged into some bill that, that's going to make it through. Uh, I think the, the next couple of years it's going to be challenging to get uh, things through but that, that's one maybe where everyone's going to agree this is a good idea um and we can we can make that happen make our government more uh, effective and efficient and uh make the, the the private sector connectivity between um the washington dc metro and uh, central texas here also uh, more effective right and it's an election year right so that's not necessarily a bad thing for us in cyber and it because cyber and it are nonpartisan. And this flight is nonpartisan as well. And yeah. so for San Antonio, right, we have our two senators from Texas. We also have five members in the House of Representatives. So we have a lot of voices that we can leverage to make sure that this happens and anything else that we try to put forward. Um, so that's really exciting, too, to see um, when we do try to get things pushed forward, uh, like security back, you know, security clearance backlog, things like that. There's there's all the folks are on board from either party. Um, from both parties, which is important for us. Um, but it's a challenge, too, in terms of advocacy, right? We have a new member of Congress, Congressman Chip Roy. Uh, so we want to make sure that all of our members of Congress are um, informed and, you know, advocating for cybersecurity uh, in San Antonio and IT and tech. So for all folks out there who are meeting with their members of Congress in San Antonio, you know, that's your your takeaway, your call to action is just to make sure you're stopping by your members at the federal level, the state level, sharing your concerns, whether you're a business owner, a student, a teacher, a mom, 
uh, professor, anything like that, it's really important that they hear your voice and your perspective when it comes to workforce, when it comes to global engagement strategies, military and government affairs, transportation infrastructure, anything that we've talked about today. I mean, you've really got to show up. You really have to make your voice heard because a lot of these budget decisions, you know, it comes down to who's been the loudest. And we want to make sure that San Antonio's uh, story and priorities are the loudest. Out of this year's trip, you had some meetings. Uh, any stories to share and any accomplishments that would come back um, where uh, things are going to directly benefit the city from that trip? Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, UASI funding out of DHS, which is a urban area security initiative. It's a grant out of the Department of Homeland Security. And so in the last fiscal year, we were as a community, we were awarded $1 million. Sounds like a lot, but it's not. It's the same as Salt Lake City, who does not have the risk profile that we have and the community that we have and the capabilities and assets. And so this year, we for fiscal year 19, we were awarded $3.25 million which is not much more, but it's very helpful in when you think about what our city needs in terms of infrastructure, our security operations center, the info sharing that needs to happen um, because of all the federal partners that we have in town and our local and, and state government folks. And so that's pretty exciting. And so I'm, I'm really excited for that. And we're really grateful to our delegation for pushing that through. Uh, and now it's just up to us at the local level to make sure we make good use of it. You're listening to cyber talk radio on 1200 wai and we're talking uh, everything cybersecurity san antonio if uh, you uh, just hopped in your car right now and uh, wondered what this was uh, yeah, that's what it is we're uh, talking about the san antonio to dc trip with our chamber of commerce uh here uh, where uh, we were back uh, communicating with uh, congress and the staffers there in washington about all the things going on here uh, in San Antonio, cybersecurity related and, and many other things. That's a, a big trip overall. I think probably out of the, the 185 of the delegation, uh, 40, 40 or 50 of them were cyber related. Feels like we had a pretty good sized cyber group this year. I don't think we're at 40, 50 yet. Um, we're close to it between Port San Antonio, uh, UTSA folks, uh, industry leaders. Uh, we kind of break up into different treks uh, or paths. And so Port San Antonio did some industry visits. The chamber did some industry visits. Uh, the mayor goes up with us. Uh, so we do some high-level executive visits as well as the uh, meetings on the Hill with the federal folks and with the administration. So we do have a more uh, expansive group now. And then we all come together for different receptions and things like that to interact with our federal folks too. Uh, so it's growing, which is good. We have, we're growing as a city. Our representation up there has to grow too. And then throughout the year, right, we're continuously going back. A lot of the companies here have clients in D.C., so they travel consistently. Um, and so, again, going back to the branding, just making sure everybody has the same sheet of music, everybody has the same talking points, and we're promoting each other's projects. I think that's kind of what we're moving towards uh, in a more efficient strate strategic way. Uh, which is exciting, right? It's just an indicator of a, a mature community. Yeah, and, and uh, we've seen some nice announcements uh, recently here from uh, many of the, the national uh, folks that support cybersecurity and many other types of uh, federal contracts. Accenture Federal uh, already has almost 1,500 to 2,000 people here in town already, and they just announced an expansion uh, with a security operations and managed security practice. Um, we've seen some announcements recently from Lockheed Martin out at the port. We've right. seen some announcements from Booz, Booz Allen, Allen PwC. Um, so I think uh, many of those things help from a uh, – because they, they have very um, structured, sophisticated site selection 
uh, at all of, of those folks. I mean, they specialize in uh, attracting and retaining and providing um, the type of folks that uh, both in the federal and private sector side people need to solve these uh, complex and challenging problems. And then they're all picking San Antonio for places to operate. Um, what are you, you seeing uh, on the kind of international? Because I know that's one of the, the chambers areas is partnering and, and globalizing and getting uh, folks that are outside the U.S. to look at and consider San Antonio as a, a place to open up a U.S. headquarters or the first U.S. office if they're not ready to call it a headquarters yet. Yeah, so I think the global engagement side is really interesting because we participated in a Brookings study uh, a couple of years ago. And so we have a target list of metro areas across the world that are good fits uh, with San Antonio, right? That if we're not already trading with them and exporting and importing, we should be. And so we have uh, a few cities from Israel on there. We have cities from Germany, uh, Canada, Mexico, Japan, uh, places that you know are familiar to us. We have connections with relationships with. Um, and then you overlay on that military, you know, relationships, you overlay on that existing business relationships, um, cultural connections. Um, it's pretty exciting. And so, so we're trying to establish ourselves as the landing spot for uh, global companies in the United States. So not just Texas, not just San Antonio, but the spot in the United States when they're ready to enter and establish a presence here. And so we're seeing that with all those different countries, folks are visiting, uh, folks are asking questions. Uh, getting connected to the startup community here, the tech community, getting connected to the universities. So there are several universities like UTSA that already have uh, established relationships and MOUs with you know universities in Mexico, throughout Mexico, uh, universities in Germany. And so now it's more the business side and the strategic side catching up to that, right? And how do we leverage those into economic development opportunities? How do we establish more mature study abroad programs for students so we can start sharing ideas back and forth? Um, it's really exciting, right? Because we're not the only one studying autonomous vehicles. We're not the only one triangulating Wi-Fi access points. We're not the only one trying to secure endpoints, right? This is These are global issues, and you need global solutions to solve them. And so it's pretty exciting to see that, and I think it helps folks here in San Antonio get out of their neighborhood and get out of their usual you know, status quo state of mind um, even for folks who have transitioned out of the military or have transitioned from cor uh, corporate jobs into something else, um, these are ways that you can open your eyes and open your mind to different possibilities. So I think you'll probably see more announcements coming about that, I would think, this calendar year. Uh, but it's pretty exciting. And I think for us, it just shows you know us as an international city. Um, and part of that are the conferences that are here, right? So we attract pretty big conferences. And so we are trying to plug in our local businesses into those conferences, uh, whether it's through speakers, uh, speaking roles, keynote roles, uh, marketing, uh, expo booths. We know not everybody has the staff size to do that. So what are the other ways that we can be involved? Um, getting free tickets to events, uh, just providing access. And I think that's helping our global reach too. And so we want to be that location for board meetings, for conferences, for events, uh, for anything like that. And so that's helping, too. So that kind of feeds into our global reach. And I will give a shout out to um, Port San Antonio for doing that recently at the MRO conference in Atlanta. That's a huge investment in the same way that UTSA has a huge investment in the National Security Collaboration Center and how that's bringing global and national attention here. You know, all the companies you mentioned 
So you have all these huge players making huge investments to amplify the message of San Antonio. And that's super exciting. But it does take money, right? It takes a big investment. So I just want to shout out Port San Antonio. They had an awesome booth. If you haven't seen it, you know, check out their Twitter feed. Um, That was pretty exciting to see. Yeah, I think I came across it on their LinkedIn feed as well. They did a a good job of getting that out and uh, promoting it across uh, all of the the social channels. Because I think the way that uh, conferences and events go these days, it, it gives you a platform to then hopefully reach an audience online. Um, and they, they, they did an excellent job uh, with that, uh, the booth and commitment out there at that conference. And, yeah, I mean, one that uh, I saw on the, the global reach piece outside of cyber uh, was uh, with South by Southwest uh, up in, in Austin. Uh, we had an international startup bus uh, mm-hmm. full of, uh, I think it had 60 startups or yeah, so. They came down here too, Yeah, right? they, they came down um, through the, the tech district here. They did mm-hmm. a, a pitch practice before they're going to go up and, and participate in the international pitch competition up at uh, – at South by Southwest, so um, many folks from uh, from Germany, from Spain, from uh, a, a number of uh, those uh, countries and cities that we have connections with here in San Antonio uh, came to actually check out San Antonio. And, and every time I think folks get a chance to uh, experience the city, uh, they see a, a significantly different um, city than they actually had pictured in their mind. Um, with our our mix of Mexican American Tejano background and the German that came over in the 1800s and just Spanish. all Spanish and all the mix of the things that we have here in the city uh, really make San Antonio as it's 300 years old it's older than America uh, 301 I guess this year now uh, we'll call it when the Spanish officially called it a city if you ask the Tejanos where it's probably six or seven hundred years old they've been here longer than uh, everybody else but uh, it, it's one where uh, that history and heritage here make San Antonio a significantly different place than uh, I think folks expect to see when they, they think of um, a Western American U.S. city. Thank you very much for joining us on the program uh, this week. And if you uh, do want to get involved, uh, check out the San Antonio Chamber website and Cybersecurity San Antonio. Uh, get in contact with Amanda and uh, she'll let you know about those events you can sponsor or places you can uh, get involved with. We'll call it Sweat Equity, where you can uh, donate your time and talent uh, to the cause to uh, help us advance all of these things and continue to grow our cybersecurity industry here uh, in the great city of San Antonio. <laughs>